Hey, good morning. John Millen, Benefit Hackers, Wednesday morning on the way to the office. Just a couple thoughts um, as I'm driving. Um, one of the things that I find very fascinating is the use of multiple ways of communicating with people, meaning um, written word, the listened word, I guess, audio, is it, I guess, audio, uh, video, and tangible or like physical, like hard copy. Um, and I got myself into a rut. <clears throat> I think not a rut. I got comfortable using that's even the right word. <laughs> Sorry. I need some coffee. I got into a routine of using videos, which at first, if you've listened to any of my early sessions, it was, you know, I had to really push myself out of my comfort zone. Cause when you, when you go on video and then you send it to somebody, it's like being right in front of them and you become a little bit, you can become vulnerable, right? You're afraid of what you say. What do you look like? Oh, I'm not dressed nice. Or I stumbled on my words. So I had to be real conscious of not being perfect, like trying to rewatch the video and do it eight times. If it's, if it's a simple message or it's just being natural, I think I'd rather just be authentic and stumble then re-record something seven times and take an hour doing it when it's really not necessary. I don't that that's just me. I'm not talking about like a professional photo shoot. I'm just talking about stuff that we do. <clears throat> but um I've kind of lost sight of the fact of the written word too is really powerful for people. I know see I've I've been listening to so-called social media and branding experts saying video, 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 video. And while I believe that is video is really growing quickly, I kind of forgot that some people actually like to read stuff, right? And, and me included. I like to read things. I don't like to read maybe. Well, I, I've even a book. I'm reading a book. I'm reading books all the time. I'm reading white papers. I'm reading art, short articles. It's not just video because video to me can be just wear me out. You know, sometimes I don't want to be engaged in that level. So I guess. What I'm, what I'm going through is going to try to mix up a little bit for content and also strategies and ideas, but also communicating with clients. So we got a, we, we made a call. One of my, um, one of my agents, new, one of my producers in the company, one of my employees, team members made some calls, outbound calls and got some on the phone yesterday and they, they were very intrigued. They said, Hey, yeah, I would love to learn more can you send me some information? I'll be traveling a lot. And then we can schedule, you know, a quick phone call, <clears throat> which is great. Like, sure. And in the past, I would have been like, no, don't send them anything. You know, what do you send them? Oh my God, we got so much stuff to send them. And what if I send them the wrong thing? And that was kind of our mindset. You know, embarrassingly, that's kind of what we felt. We would say, no, we actually can't. We really need to talk to you. And I've learned that that is not a good way to educate and empower people. So so she was like, yes, absolutely. I'll send you some stuff. So we talked about it afterwards. And so it was, we, we thought about a mix of stuff, right? So a short little video, but also something in writing, a case study. So all these different mechanisms of empowering them. And I even mentioned maybe putting in the mail something to them. So I think it's important for us to remember that not everyone responds to one form of communication. Sometimes it takes 
different types. And I got myself into a routine of video because I kind of pushed myself out of my comfort zone to do it. But I'm realizing now that I could also make sure I have created things in writing and case studies and samples and testimonials or third-party articles. There's all kinds of different ways, whether it's written and then audio um, using podcast segments of where maybe I'm explaining a concept, using that as follow-up. So it's an edu- teaching moment and because most of the stuff, almost everything on this this podcast is designed to be carrier neutral, right? Not pushing any one product. Um, occasionally, I may break that rule for something really extraordinary, but it's more content. It should be content rich so that I tell my team to be listening to this because it's educating them as well. So it's not a sales pitch on audio. Um, occasionally, I'll break that rule too. <laughs> but it's designed to be educational and inf- informational. So I, so I suggested using a clip from our podcast and they were like, oh, great. And so then, you know, I sent them to link to the podcast and then I had to give them the password. So I'm like, oh, wow, they've never been using this because I didn't empower them to use those clips. So I'll use clips more often, um, written word, case studies, but also using your voice. And so one thing I've noticed, if you have someone's cell phone number and when you go to send them a text, if it's an iPhone and you have an iPhone, at least I know this for me because I have an iPhone, I can tell whether they use an iPhone because it allows me to send an audio message as well as a written text message. There's a little microphone on the bottom right. So that tells me they're an iPhone user. So I can actually press and hold and leave them an audio message, which is really cool if you're not using that. Um, it doesn't, I don't think, I don't think it works on Androids. Um, you have to check on that, but that is super empowering because it, they hear your inflection and I'm actually, I use that for some of my partners that are helping us. I'll, I'll do audios back and forth instead of trying to type out the text message or going on email. I'm doing that and it's phenomenal. It's like having a conversation and I'm able to convey maybe a, maybe a complex thought in a minute. I'll, I'll say it in an audio and send it to them and they listen to it. So that is really empowering. It's the same thing you can do on LinkedIn. So I guess the, the learning for me is don't forget that people, just because I might <clears throat> be using video a lot, don't forget that some people may need more than just a video because they may not like the way I say things on video, right? They may not like the way I look. They may not like anything but sometimes when you read something it's a you're processing the information differently than if you're looking at someone telling you the same information so that's what i picked up and i hope that's valuable i think it's we all get into a rut or a routine you know in sales sometimes we make a lot of phone calls and people aren't there so we leave a lot of voicemails and then we just leave it there we don't do anything else and we wonder like they're not calling me back And the reality is they're probably not going to call you back unless the need is so pressing or whether there's something engaging going on where they need to call you, but you're still leaving that impression. They're still listening. And maybe you followed up with a text message 
or a LinkedIn message or an email or something in, in, in the mail. Maybe you print something off, put it in, in that thing called an envelope with a stamp, which we run out of all the time in our office because we don't mail enough stuff. Or maybe even it's a U, USPS express mail envelope. So you're actually spending six, seven dollars gets there in two days. Which is what I just did at the beginning of this week. I sent something to a prospect. It's called a you know bulky mail, lumpy mail. It was a it was a T-shirt. So wow, they're going to get that. They're going to open that package. It's not going to be thrown away because it's bulky and it looks like something important and it's addressed right to them. And they're, the odds of them opening that package themselves is almost a hundred percent. I'm not, you know, it's probably not 100%. They may have an assistant that opens all their mail, but they're definitely going to see it, right? They're going to take it to them and say, look what this person just sent you in the mail. So use all forms of communication um, because it's easy to get frustrated when like no one calls me back from my voicemail or no one responds to my emails. Why are they not responding? No one's responding to my LinkedIn posts. No one's commenting on my Instagram video. No one's it, 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 it can get frustrating. You're like, no one's listening. No one cares. No one's out there. But, but I think they are. And I think it's up to us just to not lose sight of the fact that if, you have a, if we have a good message and we have good, we're providing great value, the people that value the value we're giving is oh, I don't think that's a double negative um, that that they will consume it and maybe the timing is off and that's hard when you're excited about something you want everyone to see it now when you want to, you want the results now because you've seen the results now and so you want everybody else to do it now but everyone's timing is a little different so those are my thoughts for the day and as Forrest Gump would say that's all I gotta say about that Jenna.